All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of From Port Swingers. I'm Brenna. I am Brian. This episode of From Port Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Cassidy.com. We were just in Vegas and we used Cassidy to make some new friends while we were there via their travel section, which was very cool. We could actually just post that we were going to be there and then people that are either living in Vegas or traveling to Vegas at the same time could see that we're there. So you can do that not just in Vegas, but anywhere that you go. And it's a great way to make some new friends, new connections, potentially even have some naughty times while you're traveling. And who doesn't love naughty travel sex? It's awesome. Yeah, well, thanks to Cassidy, you had some. Yes, yes, I did. So if you want to check out all of the fun of Cassidy for yourself, and why would you not, you can head to our website, frontporchswingers.com, go all the way to the bottom of the homepage, and there's a Cassidy banner there. If you click it, you're going to get 30 free days to test it out for yourself, make sure that you love it. And of course, once you do that, you'll automatically get added to our community, Front Porch Swingers, with a ton of people that you can connect with. You'll get a friend request from us. You can see our profile and our pictures, and we would love to talk with you there. So we will see you there. So as mentioned, we just got back from Vegas. Still a little tired, still feeling a little lethargic. I had no fucking idea the time change would fuck with me as much as it did. Well, what? let's face it, the other thing that fucked with me, of course, is the amount of alcohol I have to consume to get on the lane, and then the Benadryl <laughs> that I have to take along with the melatonin. Brian's a, a fucking, fucking zombie yeah. on planes. Yeah, well, I was a zombie for the next the day after we got there, and the day after we got home. I just, I walk around in a fucking cloud, but I, that flight just, it was like four and a half hours. It so, was fucking brutal. This is the best part. We get on a four and a half hour flight. Brian takes Benadryl and melatonin and drinks like three drinks before we get on the plane, which is fucking a lot for you, right? For me, yeah. it's a, yeah. Well, I w- well, first of all, I wasn't feeling great about this flight. I knew it was long. I haven't been on a flight that long in a hot second. And I didn't realize, of course, we were basically in first class. We had great fucking seats. I expected to be crunched up in the middle of this motherfucker. Just super uncomfortable. As it turned out, it was awesome. But yeah, I was pretty well lubricated by the time I got on the plane. Yeah. Well, by the time you got off the plane as well, you were making no fucking sense. So picture this fucking zombie brian we have to get in a rental car we have to go to our hotel <laughs> it's like two, uh, that was a whole nother it's experience. like two o'clock in the morning and they tell us as we're walking or we get to the desk they tell us that we can't stay there because they have no linens and nobody to clean the rooms no towels no sheets and no one to uh no housekeeping so zombie brian and brenna then have to get back in the rental car go to a different hotel park and check in at a different hotel it was a fucking experience yeah we didn't get checked i don't think we got in the room till like 3 30 in the morning and we had been traveling from four in the afternoon for yeah florida time with the time changes and then all the traveling it was quite the experience i am not complaining overall though because we ended up in a really nice hotel and of course had an amazing time but the first yeah the first four hours we were in vegas were quite the treat yeah and i gotta tell you i am this is the first time i said this to you yesterday i've been to vegas a hundred times in my life i've never missed vegas before Like, I've never missed it after I got home. Like, I want to go back. Yeah, I think part of the reason for that is because this time we got off the strip. The majority of our time was spent in local hangouts. And we did that for a reason. We've both been to Vegas many times at this point. And we've experienced the strip. And we've done Fremont. We've done all of the touristy trap shit. And that's all great. But we really got immersed in, like, local Las Vegas stuff this time. And it was really a breath of fresh air. It is funky. It is cool. It is eclectic. I fucking loved it. Yeah, well, there was a, well, there was a couple of reasons I think we really enjoyed it. That certainly is one of them. We connected with locals right away, like hospitality locals. I wanted to meet people who were chefs and servers and bartenders. I wanted to meet the people who were, you know, they're going out and they're enjoying that, you know, that local kind of nightlife. So we had the chance to do that. But also, let's say this. Everyone, a lot of people say Vegas is back. Yeah. Okay. Vegas is not 100% back. In it's fact, part-time back. Vegas is maybe 50% back. Yeah. However, that really speaks to us. It does to me because 
the crowds were far less than they normally are. Yeah. Now, while things closed early, I mean, for the most part, everything was wrapped up at 10 or 11 o'clock. Which is fucking crazy. It's Vegas. We were walking around trying to find food at like 11 one night and couldn't find it. It's Vegas. Well, but for me, it's like, you know, when I thought about it after being there for a couple of days, I'm like, yeah, this kind of, it was, it sucked at first. I'm like, oh, this just isn't the same anymore. But then I started to think about it. Well, fuck, normally... I'm in bed anyway at 11 o'clock. I'm not trying to go out at 1 in the fucking morning. So it was also not crazy crowded. The traffic was nothing. You know, it was, for me, it was fucking great. I really enjoyed that aspect of it. So I was hoping for a little bit more wild and crazy Vegas, personally. But I know. But for the most part, it was fairly tame, but we had some sexy fun. It was a good fucking time. I enjoyed it. It's probably the best time I've had in Vegas, and I've had some good fucking time in Vegas. But I just enjoyed being. Just as you said, just immersed in that local culture and not doing all the touristy bullshit. I mean, we were on the strip for a little bit because, you know, you got to be in our hotel was on the strip. But I just enjoy being, you know, hanging out with the locals. Yeah, agreed. I did have some hot wife fun that we are not going to cover yes. in great detail today. But I will say, I was telling you earlier, I think sex when you're on vacation, like hot wife sex, especially for us, that kind of indulgent sex that you have when you're on vacation is in alignment with everything else you do on vacation, right? Like you're eating things that you wouldn't normally eat. You're drinking way more than you normally would. And then to have this super fucking hot, hot wife experience in an amazing hotel room on top of it, and then to ride your cock overlooking the strip. Yeah. Which is what happened. We had this great couch right after the guy left. I climbed on top of you and rode you as I'm looking out at the fucking Vegas Strip. It's like, God, that is what Vegas should be. Yeah, that was, exactly. That was the perfect experience to have in a city like that. And to my point, even after all of that, we were still in bed before two. <laughs> that's very true. That's what I'm talking about. That's very true. That's that's what I, that's like the perfect Vegas experience to me. The old man in you was very pleased about that. Nope, the place where we met the single guy closed at 10. Yep. We went back to our place. You and I separated. You and he went your way. I went mine. You guys had a great fucking time for every bit of an hour and a half. We, you and I reconnected. And before two o'clock, we were sound of fucking sleep. And we were up. I was, I brought you coffee at 6 a.m. It was, it was right on time. I mean, it was fucking perfect. So that's, that's my Vegas experience. I'm so I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I kind of, you know, I'm not terribly upset that shit isn't open 24 hours to be honest. So, but it was, it was so much fun. I loved it. Yeah. We had a great time. Yeah, and another awesome thing that we got to experience in Vegas is we got to meet half of the Two Hot Wives podcast, AMS. That was so fun meeting her. We went to the Chandelier Bar at the Cosmopolitan and had a cocktail with her. And it was great. Just she's so intellectual and cool. And it was a very cool conversation. Yeah, I enjoyed meeting her. Anytime we get the opportunity to meet some folks in this space, particularly the, you know, the lifestyle, but the podcast space and and just kind of talk and, and not give a shit about any of the details of what we do, you know, in the space itself, just having a conversation. Well, we talked about the podcast and everything. Yeah, but just a real open conversation about her and, you know, what they're all about and what we're all about. It was just really nice. She's lovely. I enjoyed, I really enjoyed talking to her. Yeah, so that was very cool. If you guys haven't checked out that show, Two Hot Wives, you definitely should. It's great. What was really interesting about Vegas and having that hot wife experience and the fact that we've been primarily in this hot wife space a lot recently, which we've talked about on previous episodes, like it's a reminder of we are where we are supposed to be. And no, 100%. our fucking sex drives are through the roof. Yeah, it's it's changed everything for us once again, because we got back to what makes sense for us. There was a period of time where we were really, I mean, we just, everything was different for us, right? We changed everything, where we lived, how we lived, traveling, all that. And we wanted to experience as much variety as we could. Newness. Yeah. We were all big on let's do things that are completely new, that are outside of the box. And like we said on previous episodes, we're so glad we did that. But the fact that we're now primarily hot wifing again, I'm the one being this giant slug going out and having all this fun and then coming back to you. And we're just ravenous for each other. And it seems to be ramping up. It's not taking any sort of a dip. It's going up and up and up and up. And that's so fucking cool to experience because that's why we're in this space, period. Well, yeah, it's exactly why and it's how we got started it's why we got started and getting away from it really didn't it wasn't helpful in any way to me personally from a growth perspective yeah we learned a little bit along the way certainly we learned what we didn't want out of this space i think i did and what really matters what really speaks to me but now we're bought in this is we know this is where we belong for so many reasons and the experiences that we're having 
not just obviously the experiences you're having with some of these amazing single guys, and we'll talk about that, obviously, how we got to that point, but our experiences, yours and mine together, the reconnective piece is just next level. And, you know, I think the best part of this for me, honestly, is now a full understanding of what to expect, what we expect, what we demand in this space. It's well, helped me personally. Let's talk about that a little bit because we've definitely honed in on like certain things, obviously, that we're looking for from single guys and we've become much more particular. But along with that, we've had a lot of conversations recently about my aesthetic preferences. Well, it's, and it's just, a, yeah, you've just, you have now decided that, you know, you now know what really works for you. How do we know? How do you know? Because we've, you've tested the water. We've gone down this road. We know the varying types of guys you've played with. Yes, and I have stopped being concerned about being shallow. Well, That's 100%. really what it is because yes. you and I have talked so many times and we mean it. We have truly meant it. We're not just giving lip service here. It's about the connection. It's about the chemistry. And so when I think of that, I also think if I am looking for someone for aesthetic purposes, that is completely against that idea. Right. It's in yeah. it's not in alignment with us truly finding connection. That's bullshit. I can have both. I can have it all. I can have the whole package. Yeah. And you have that's well, that's my point. You've gone from really being concerned about having that cerebral kind of connection at first to the physical connection first. And then if that cerebral well, physical piece, attraction first yeah, yeah, and then to see if there's a connection from a more cerebral perspective. Yeah. Once that physical attraction has been determined then you're worried more about the you know the cerebral piece and what that transfers into in the bedroom as opposed to the you know to the reverse of that and that's what really is working you're just finding the guys that you're attracted to and going from there if they reach out and they they reach out properly and you're attracted no drama but if, if they, they reach out properly and I'm not attracted to them, I don't feel bad anymore no. not going forward with it. Where in the past it was like, eh, this guy's not really my physical type. I'm not really attracted to him, but he was really nice. Right. So I'm going to try to make it work. I don't want to do that anymore. And I'm not going to feel bad for it. I'm not going to beat myself up over it because the reality is if a guy reaches out to me and I send a photo and he's not attracted, I don't take that personally. No. I'm not your type. You don't like short redheads with big booties? That is totally okay. Yeah, no. Listen, I, I don't think there's any reason. I never thought there was a reason you should, but you're just a sweet person in general. I don't like hurting people's feelings. I'm really concerned about that. No, there's no doubt. But this is a space where the physical connection is paramount and if you're not physically attracted the rest of it just doesn't fall into place it's just no point yeah you know so there's a way to, to tell people that you're not attracted to them and not be shitty that's the key oh is of being course polite a lot of yeah. people don't do that unfortunately we've seen that uh from folks in the past we've seen some of these terrible messages that go between people it's like holy shit how do you how do you talk to people like that how do you function in but, normal society yeah but you can certainly say hey i i so appreciate the way you reached out Really thoughtful. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, I just don't feel that physical connection. But wish you the best. Yeah. yeah. And then that's the end of it. It's not that big a deal. And and if they respond in kind and you know they are accepting of that, cool. Some people, not so much, but then they weren't right for you in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Then you weed out the assholes very quickly. Instantly. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what you are doing now makes a lot more sense. And it certainly makes sense for us because you are 100% engaged and attracted to and excited about the guys you're playing with which just translates into more hot sex for us are you surprised by the people i'm most attracted to at the moment no no i'm not surprised at all not even a little bit oh well because in the past we've always talked about i'm into like super tall lean basketball looking type guys yeah but again i think and that's not at all what i'm what i'm currently playing with and, and bringing to you as guys I'm attracted to. No, 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 not at all. In fact, it's it's much the opposite. I don't think you've played with a guy who's been over anywhere near six feet tall the last two or three guys you played with. No. So that's completely out the window. What has changed, in my opinion, is that you're now being honest with yourself about what you really want and what really matters. Yeah. That's I, I honestly believe that's what it is. Once you've come to grips with what you're fucking attracted to and interested in, the rest of it just goes out the window. It doesn't matter. And then, I mean, just look at what it's done for us from a physical standpoint. Oh, you know, I mean, both of so our sex much drives sex. are through the roof. So <laughs> it just, yeah, I mean, it just doesn't matter. I'm if, like if, a wild animal that's been let out of its cage. Yeah, it's fucking as, awesome. As long as it's, you know, everybody, there's a mutual attraction, that mutual benefit on, you know, for everyone. Then fuck it, man. It, it's all good for me. 
Yeah. You know, so uh, it, it lends us obviously to a uh, single guy tip of the week to some degree. Sort of. I'm yeah, I'm not sure that's the best segue well, given what's going on with this particular gentleman, but Well, but I think there is because what you and I have been talking about but well what we haven't talked about about this is that there is the possibility that you're still going to see this guy and it's not because of course he was very apologetic and we'll talk about why, but it's more because you're just attracted to him and you just want to fuck this guy. Yeah. And that's what that's all that matters. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing. No, not at all. So basically what happened with this gentleman, and I think this is a really good single guy tip of the week because I think that this happens a lot with single guys. We hear from couples saying this kind of stuff all the time. Okay. So this guy and I connect. He is very physically attractive to me, as you mentioned. I totally want to jump his bones. The first several messages he and I corresponded back and forth with were fantastic, made it very clear he has experience in this space, and we truly wanted to meet up, but timing just didn't work. First of all, the first time he reached out, it was like, hey, can you guys meet me in an hour and a half? Right. It was like, no, we're we're busy. Like, we can't just drop our entire lives to meet you in an hour and a half, 40 minutes away on top of it. Right. Then the second time he wanted to meet when he got off work at 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Once again, we work. don't do that. And then the third time we were in Vegas. So when I got back from Vegas, I reached out and said, hey, you know, I'm back. I'm only in town for a little while because then I'm going on another trip. But, it, you know, hopefully we can meet up with each other at some point. And he was just very short with me and just being kind of weird. So I called him out. I was like, what's going on here? He goes, it's just been so difficult trying to nail things down. And it, it just feels like you're making excuses. And I was like, uh, no, not making excuses. They're reasons. I'm providing you reasons. Reasons and excuses are two very different things. And I was very upfront with this guy, very to the point. I didn't. I was not concerned about hurting his feelings at this point. Well, right? also, this wasn't a situation where we made plans and broke them. I, that's exactly what I told him. We did not. I did not break plans with you. I did not cancel on you three times. That's not what happened. You asked to hang out three times. I was unavailable three times. I don't feel bad for that. I don't owe you anything. I certainly don't owe you an apology for that. So the fact that you're being pissy with me about it is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And better to the point, I think the single guy tip of the week is be more like Theo, the guy that we've talked about a couple of times that I'm playing with very regularly. When Theo reaches out to schedule something, it's here is my availability for the week. Here are the five times I'm available throughout the week. If you can make one of those slots work, I would love to spend some time with you. Yeah, that's the way to do that's it. That's the way you fucking do it because people are busy and I'm not going to revolve my life around a single guy or around hot wifing period or around the lifestyle period. We're busy people who have a lot of things on our plate and to expect that of me is incredibly unfair well and the truth is we've talked about this i liken this not just the single guys because for sure they need to fucking learn this the couples are just as bad at this which is what i've been dealing with which is why i've gotten very clear as to what i'm going to tolerate when it comes to couples reaching out to me because i've had some train wreck experiences as a lot of you know who listen it has not gone well my thing is very, it's very fucking clear. My profile is very clear. Do not expect me to drop everything I'm doing to meet you on a whim two hours away. It's not a fucking thing. You know, just because I am portraying myself as a single person on this particular profile, it's made clear I'm a coupled person. I have, a, I have someone else I'm responsible to, you. I have a life. I'm not just going to drop what I'm fucking doing on a second's notice and cater to your fucking demands. That's not a thing. Right. This has to be mutually beneficial. So whether you're a single person or a couple, you cannot expect that to be okay. It's just not okay. Right. You know. And to this guy's credit, as soon as I called him out and you know put put him in his place a little well, bit, you put your foot down. Finally, you started to do that, and it's worked. I do. I have been. I've been doing it a lot more. I've really been advocating for myself more lately, and I'm so fucking glad that I've done that. Well, because and why? What do you mean? Well, because, well, because I've had great experiences. Exactly. Yeah. It, well, since we have gotten, not that we have ever left it, but since we have gotten 100% hip deep back into the hot wife space, the trajectory has completely changed. Your dynamic has changed. What you're looking for clearly has changed. And what you, what you expect and what you demand from people has completely changed. And that has changed the entire space for us. Yes. In many ways. It's so true because I've had so many good experiences that have really put things into perspective of what I deserve and what is out there, what I'm capable of having with these guys. So I'm just not going to put up with well, bullshit. The truth is you so, haven't had any bad ones. Not one. 
no, because I've been very carefully vetting yeah, people. Exactly. But my point is with this particular guy, as soon as I put my foot down and let him know, like, hey, I'm not going to put up with your fucking moody bullshit. He apologized profusely and basically asked for another chance. And I want to give it to him because he's a cool guy. I just can't deal with the neediness. I can't deal with like the demands on my time. That's very unfair. I would never do that to a single guy. I would never reach out and go, I expect you to meet me in an hour and a half. Listen, it's unrealistic to think that that's even okay. You know, and if those are the demands that either a single person or a couple is putting on someone, I call bullshit. If you're doing that, in my opinion, you're setting yourself up intentionally to fail. You know what I mean? Like you're trying, like you want to make it seem like you're interested, but you're not entirely sure if you're bought in, or you're you're totally full of yourself. Or you're you- a fucking narcissist, in which case I'm not fucking with you anyway. Yeah, exactly. You know? But you can't expect people to drop what they're doing in the middle of the day and go, "Hey, meet me in an hour, dude." You're 40 minutes away, and it's like 3 p.m. Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Like who does that? Yeah. You know. So yeah, but to your point, what you just said, more to my point, what I had said earlier. Yes, you're willing potentially to give this guy a second chance, but not just because he's cool and he apologized, because you want to fuck this guy, because you think he's hot. He's super fucking and hot. And that's, to- <laughs> yeah, that's totally fucking okay. And, and that's where you're at with this now, and I'm on board, 100%. Once again, from my perspective, provided these guys are gentlemen, it's safety and security first, and after that, if you just want to get fucked, it's on. If I just want to fuck some hot dudes, I shouldn't feel bad about it. No, no, and I'm going to stop not. doing that. I'm going to stop feeling bad for wanting the uber hot dudes. Yeah. You know, you have found what you're looking for in a number of different ways. And if there's some physical perspectives, if there's some physical attributes of guys that you're more attracted to now than you were before, then that's just the fucking way it is. And I don't expect or want you to apologize for it. I, I don't care. Yeah. You know, if I don't care, why the fuck should anybody else care? I love it. I'm an empowered bitch right now. That's what it is. Yeah. I, yeah. What? There's nothing wrong with it. Fuck you know? yeah. And, and what has it turned into? Multiple intense experiences, both for you and us. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it boils down to. Not a single bad experience has been had since we have started kind of this new journey. Yeah. Agreed. I absolutely love it. So today's retelling is going to be very interesting. It's a, I guess, a hot wife-ish experience, not a not a traditional one by any means. Well, it's one that took place because of the people involved, for sure. For sure. We have, let me just say, this is going to be a treat for you guys because this is an experience unlike any other. It is dirty. It is hilarious. <laughs> it is fun. And I, I'm smiling even just thinking about it because it was one of the most unique things I have ever done sexually ever. Well, I'm smiling. I wasn't even there because uh, I know the people that were and I I love them. They're fucking hilarious. (laughs) So I can only imagine what this was like. So we're going to be telling that story very shortly. But first we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Motor Bunny. I've been thinking a lot lately about the very first time we ever saw Motor Bunny in person, in action, and it was at the AVN Awards a couple of years back. Yeah, it was like uh, the holy grail of toys. It was in the middle of the room. I remember a bunch of people standing around it. It was on and vibrating the table. You could hear it from several feet away. We were just mesmerized by this thing. All eyes were on it because the intensity of this thing is absolutely insane. And it is really a conversation starter. It is an icebreaker. It is the perfect way to make new friends at an event for us lifestylers. I cannot think of a better way to meet friends than to say, hey, come jump on my motor bunny. Yeah, come jump on my ride on vibrator. Yeah, my giant vibrator that has a bunch of different attachments and intensities. So yeah, if you guys haven't seen this thing, you literally can climb on top of it to ride it. It has attachments that you can get with it that are a a ton of different options. It's so customizable and it rotates in different directions. It has crazy intensity all the way down to maybe something a little bit more moderate. It is just the perfect addition to your toy collection. And if you only have one toy, this is the one. (laughs) Fuck yes. So make sure you head on over to motorbunny.com today to check out the different packages. If you use our promo code FPSPODMEDIA, you're going to get $40 off. And also, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you so it is super easy for you to find it and use our discount code and get that discount today. So we know that you're going to love it and uh, we really hope that you get it and invite us to come use it. (laughs) 
At the end of a long work week, all you really want is an escape. And sometimes that's hard to come by. But thanks to Dipsy, you can truly escape into your own pleasures and fantasies. Dipsy is an audio app full of short and sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each audio story features characters, many of whom have incredibly sexy voices, and they really do feel like real people in immersive scenarios, so you just get completely lost in them. No matter what your fantasy is, whether it's of the kinky variety, a group play session, whatever it may be, you're going to find things that meet your needs on the Dipsy app. And the great thing about Dipsy, too, is there's new stories added all the time. So it's not the same every single time you log on. There's going to be something new and exciting every single week for you. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com FPS. That's 30 days of full access, all of the sexy stories. When you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com FPS, dipsystories.com FPS. This episode of From Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. We love companies that are putting safe products out into the world that truly care about people's wellness. And they're not just in it for the money grab. They want to create products that are meaningful to people's lives. And Promescent is doing absolutely that. Between their delay spray, which helps you elongate your sexy bedroom playtime, to their safe lubes and all of their other amazing products, we love supporting Promescent because we know that the products that they put out are quality. Their products are not only safe in terms of the material used in them, but they are also recommended by doctors, real doctors, urologists, dermatologists, etc. And that's one of the reasons we trust Permescent and use their products in our bedroom pretty much every single night. I absolutely love their line of women's products as well. Their buzzing gel, for example, is one of my absolute favorite additions to my solo time and something that I recommend to women women constantly. So we recommend that you head on over to promescent.com. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Check out their safe and amazing products for yourself and stock up having the peace of mind knowing that you're going to be putting safe things in, on, or around your body. Promescent.com and use our promo code FPS15 off. That is FPS15OFF for 15% off of your order today. Ooh, do we have a treat today? I'm so excited to talk about it. I'm just excited because I, I know how much fun this must have been. It, it had to be sexy, but also absolutely fucking hilarious because I know the players and they're fucking amazing. <laughs> so you guys will remember a few weeks back, we were staying at Secrets and we obviously got to go to the club on multiple occasions. And we talked also about the fact that we went to their silent disco. Yeah. And this was that night. This, all of these unfoldings happened that evening yeah th that was like my favorite club experience because i didn't have to hear any of the ridiculously loud music people didn't have to scream to hear each other it was really very pleasant well it was my favorite club experience because i was fucking naughty yeah you were you were very <laughs> naughty so we have talked several times now about my friend pierre my sexy frenchman friend yes he has become one of my favorite play partners he is a fucking blast and he reached out and kind of cultivated this whole evening put it all together because he was coming to secrets that night knew yeah. we were going to be there and also invited jose and carolina Carolina. Yeah, which, uh, again, uh, for those of you who have not heard those episodes, they're fucking awesome. I had an amazing time with Carolina, and as did you with Jose. They're just awesome fucking people. I just, I like being around her. She is just a blast. I don't care what, what you're doing. She's just fun. She's so much fun. Yeah, so... At some point, all of us ended up in the club together. It started off, you and I were there, and we had met some friends who yes. are in a local kick group with us. Yes. And it was our first opportunity to meet them. So the four of us were sitting around kind of talking and having a drink, and that was really, really fun. And then I think Pierre showed up first, or did they all th three show up together? No, I was asking, I said something to you, like, where are they? And all of a sudden, they just kind of appeared out of the corner. Like, we didn't even see them come in the door. Yeah. And, and they were of, all there together. Of course, Carolina immediately comes up and just plants this giant yeah. kiss on me. And what I love about Carolina is she always tastes good. Like, well, oh, every well, time she kisses me, it tastes like candy. Well, that's because she had a lollipop in her mouth. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. She, yeah, you didn't see her church. She was stirring the drink. I said, what are you doing? She was. She doesn't drink alcohol. She had a Red Bull, and she's putting her like cherry blow pop in it, stirring it. <laughs> I'm like, no wonder you taste like Easter. You know, you've got all this sweet shit on your mouth. And then she comes over to me. I'm talking to the two gals that we had just met from the kick group. She comes right over to me, gets in my lap, and just starts making out with me. Doesn't even introduce herself to anybody. I just love her. She is so unapologetically crazy. I she love is her. so extra in the best possible way. Yeah, she's awesome. But yeah, she tastes like candy because she's eating candy and drinking Red Bull. You know what? I like Carolina for the same reason I like Vegas because it's unapologetically extra. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. And you ex- and you come to expect it and really admire it. Yes. I do. I-, I love her personality. And of course, Jose is the complete polar opposite. We've talked about this a couple of times, but he is so laid back oh and so just kind of go with the flow and so i mean after she's done making out with me i of course go up to him and give him a big hug and kiss and then pierre same thing and his hands are all over me and it was just fun it was just this it felt like i was wrapped in a warm blanket as soon as we saw them yeah it's just well again it's like seeing old friends that you just happen to fuck i mean that's essentially what it is yeah great It was so much fun. So we spent quite a bit of time kind of dancing in the club. And once again, it was silent disco night. So we had these headphones on. You did not. But I did and kind of the rest of the group did. And it was really funny because we would change stations. And when you're on a different station, you're listening to a different genre of music. And you're dancing differently. You're responding to the music differently. So we're all just kind of switching on and off in between different channels and on the same channels at some points and not at other times. And it was just this great energy we all had kind of going between between us and so it was fairly you know innocent at first and then Pierre and I started grinding on each other like hardcore yeah it wasn't innocent very long because while <laughs> you know you guys are kind of dancing around and I didn't have the headphones on I was talking to the two gals that we had just met and we were just laughing and having a good time and you know intermittently you know Carolina would come over and grab my cock and or she'd kiss me or you know rub her ass up against me you know so this is all going on at the same time and I could see you and Pierre, you know, his hands are on your ass and, you know, you're touching all over each other and making out. And, you know, so it wasn't innocent very long. It didn't last long. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> so sh- we're grinding on each other. And then pretty soon Carolina comes up and starts grinding on me. She gets behind me and I have my hair down. She kind of pulls it into a ponytail and starts yanking on my hair as she's like grinding her hips into me. And then she starts whispering things in my ear, like just naughty things in my ear of course like i had to take the headphone kind of down and she's whispering things and i'm like this is so fucking hot well it was funny because the two gals that we were we had met obviously that we uh, know from the kick group they listened to the show so they didn't know exactly who they were they figured out very quickly that pierre was pierre of course because he's french and you know the french (laughs) accent was a dead giveaway and they were like so you know these are friends of yours as well you guys play with them and i was like well you guys listen to the show that's carolina that's jose and they're like oh that's hilarious like (laughs) you know the, the idea when you see like when you see people's faces especially in a situation like that and they they realize that these are the people we talk about like they they just light up it's so funny yeah you know it's like wow they're real people and that's they're they're really just like the way you talk about them yeah it's hilarious So we were having a blast. Things got a little bit naughty. And then at one point, I'm kind of up against this pole. There's like these big four pillars that are in the club at Secrets, right? And I'm kind of pressed up against one of them. Carolina is making out with me. And then she starts touching me everywhere. And I have this little slinky silver dress thing on. It's very, very short. Like if I bend over, my entire ass is out. Yeah, and it's not really like, it's not that you bought it specifically because it's that way or because it's like club wear it's a dress that you would wear out except you can't because your ass is so big it just sticks out from underneath that thing and you can see everything (laughs) yeah i cannot wear that out that is not not anywhere other than like a lifestyle event oh fuck yeah i mean i would wear it anytime at a lifestyle event it's great it's very sexy but my point is it's also very accessible because i have no panties on (laughs) and this dress is fucking short and with barely a move my pussy's out okay so that's what's going on here and i will say i am not normally the type that's gonna allow someone to touch my pussy in a club no not the norm 
Not at all the norm. It was a combination of a lot of things. It was the combination of like how much fun we were having, the fact that we were there with friends. I felt super comfortable. And Carolina just has this way of kind of reeling you in. Oh, yeah. She's she's very kind of mesmerizing. Well, because she's so, her personality is so powerful. She's fun. She's quirky. She's absolutely adorable. But she's also kind of dominant. Oh, she takes control. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely she does. I find myself wanting to do what she kind of is instructing me to do a because it turns me on but b because it's like that's just kind of the natural path of things when you're around her well when i was playing with her for the you know the hour that we were together for the majority of that hour she was running the show and i was a hundred percent okay with it because it was fucking amazing and i wanted to i just wanted to be there i didn't even care who was in charge i got like 10 minutes of time where i was the dominant one in that situation (laughs) which was awesome but you just don't care because she's so much fucking fun yeah well that's definitely the situation i was in because she at one point kind of hikes up my dress just enough that she exposes my pussy yeah and starts touching my pussy at the club yeah 100% she did i could see it because also while she's doing that i was seated at a high top table between the two gals and my, I was kind of sitting kind of side saddle to it. So I was resting my right arm on the table. You were standing in front of me. She got in between us. She's touching you and rubbing her ass up against my cock while she's doing that. <laughs> she's just so much fun. It was naughty. And then of course, you know, she's trying to orchestrate things. She's like, I really want to lick your pussy at some point. And I was right. like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and she's like, what if you are getting fucked and Jose is the one fucking you and she's just like giving all of these different scenarios of things that she wants to have happen I honestly didn't know if it was all going to happen oh I I had no doubt she was orchestrating the whole thing she's the conductor I'm sure before she even got there she told those guys what's up here's what's happening boys because she she told me at the club (laughs) yeah she runs the show no doubt about it I love it so at one point she's like we should wrap this up here and go to the playrooms and I'm like okay once again, we've talked many times. I have really mixed feelings about the whole playroom thing. Yes. I did tell her that ahead of time and I was like, I would really like for us to be in like a private room. I don't want to be out in the open with all these fucking people. Right. Like if it's going to be the four of us, which I assumed it was, as in Pierre, Jose, Carolina, and myself, I want it to be just the four of us. Right. I knew you weren't coming. No, no, She no. invited you. I invited you. She 100%ed. Yeah, but no, absolutely. I knew that wasn't fucking happening. No, too much sensory overload for me. And I was enjoying my conversation with the two ladies and uh, I actually had the opportunity to take them around because it was the first time they had been there and we went to the dungeon and we hung out and had a couple of drinks. It was really a lot of fun. And I wanted you to go have a good time because I knew what was going to happen later was you and I were going to reconnect after that experience. And I, I was just eager to have you have the experience. <laughs> so we go to the playrooms. We obviously, you have to be naked to go into the playroom. So we all strip down, put our stuff in lockers. Let me tell you, Carolina knows those playrooms like the back of her fucking hand. Oh, she, yeah, she like does. knew where specific rooms were. She already had a lock ready to go on a locker. She was fucking prepared. She took me into an area that I didn't even know existed of the playrooms. Yeah, she, listen, she's like a Marine. She's got a damn pat. <laughs> she knew what she was fucking doing. And she also brought in just this teeny tiny little bag that had a couple of things in it. Like it had some condoms in it, it had some lube in it, it, had a little vibrator in it, which definitely played into this entire thing. Okay. So we get naked. We put towels around ourselves. She brings her little bag. She's fucking prepared and ready to go. She knows exactly what she wants to have happen. Right. Yeah. So she leads me by the hand. So the two guys are walking behind us. Carolina and I are hand in hand walking into the playrooms. She grabs the sheets. We go into this room and we shut the door so the door is now closed the four of us are in this room it has two beds and it also has kind of like a little couch area right the seating areas yeah and it has a window that you can either open or close and we had it closed so we have everything all closed up it's kind of the four of us in our own little world at this point right at some point somebody actually come in anyway or try to yes yes absolutely horrible playroom etiquette a couple comes in and starts using the bed next to us right at some point but honestly it didn't even fucking matter it was so hot that that was so not the concern for us i did find it rude but anyway when we're in there carolina and i immediately start making out and what was so funny is the two guys were kind of standing around like okay where what are we gonna do with all this instructions is what they were waiting for (laughs) absolutely because this is definitely a theme carolina runs the show and this was no exception she was doing all of the orchestration no doubt so she and I are making out. She's so good at kissing. It's so, it's interesting because she has a very dominant personality, like I mentioned, but she's also incredible. 
incredibly sensual. And the way she's kissing me is just passionate and sexy and I'm so in the mood. And all I keep thinking is if she uses her tongue like this on my mouth, what the fuck is she going to do on my pussy? <laughs> well, she is just, she's sensual in every way. Like how she looks at you while you're having sex with her or even before or even when I'm just talking to her. Like when I just talk to her, I, I feel like she just wants to like strip my clothes off. Yes, she's got, it's the tone that she uses. It's like her octave drops down one and it's just this almost like kind of gravelly, sexy yeah. tone in her voice. It makes you want her. It's so sexy. Yeah, I want I mean, her right now just talking about it. <laughs> she and I are making out and she stops every once in a while to say something naughty to me. And with that tone and it's like right in my ear as she's doing it. So what she's doing is she's making out with me and then she's stopping and she's like kissing on my neck and then she says something naughty right in my ear with that tone oh my fucking god it was so hot so pretty quickly she says she wants to lick my pussy and of course i am not going to argue that point at all i will happily allow you to lick my pussy so she instructs me to lay down on the bed at this point i still had a towel wrapped around me she kind of takes the towel off of me and sets it down on the bed next to us and she tells me to lay down on the bed so i do she tells me exactly where she wants me positioned on the bed so that she can get to my pussy and comfortably be up on the bed with me so she's kind of almost like crouched down and and she starts kind of kissing everywhere. She's kissing my breast. She's kissing my arms, my stomach. Then she gets down to my pussy and once again starts saying these like naughty things like, oh, such a pretty pussy. Like just before she starts kind of breathing heavy on it and then lightly licking it. It was very much a tease. She knew exactly what she was oh, doing. A total tease. She knew she was driving me fucking crazy and I loved it. And I think she did too. <laughs> I think she was pretty pleased with herself. I'm sure she was. <laughs> So she starts just licking on my pussy ever so slowly and just softly and then it just picks up steam and like I said the way she was kissing me I knew that's how she was gonna lick me and I was 100% correct because eventually it became incredibly passionate she's like making out with my pussy yeah it was fucking amazing listen when she was sucking my cock it was like that's like what she was put on earth to do. <laughs> this woman knows how to use that mouth. That's yeah, all I'm saying. For sure. <laughs> so she makes me come pretty hard pretty quickly. And I'm not exaggerating when I say within 20 seconds, I came again. And it was like almost orgasm on top of orgasm as if they almost didn't stop right? right like there was a link between the two orgasms and i think that's why the second one was so intense yeah, because the link was her tongue <laughs> you know what i mean though it's like almost not a lapse in time yeah. like just a dip in energy but not necessarily two separate orgasms and i am i know that we've talked about this before but i have such intense orgasms at times that like i see the spots yeah that happened i'm also fairly certain i squirted which has never happened from oral with no penetration whatsoever. I've never experienced that before. And I'm pretty sure it fucking happened. I'm not surprised. Oh my God, it was amazing. And of course, I keep looking down and she has these beautiful eyes and she's staring up at me. And it was just, it was one of the most erotic times I've ever been eaten out ever in my entire life. Well, I'm not, listen, I'm not shocked by any of that because... Again, she is a sex kitten, period. That's just all there is to it. And I have no fucking idea what the guys are doing for most of this. I do know at one point, so she makes me come the second time. I kind of sit up. We start making out with each other. And then I tell her I want to go down on her. And she gets this big smile on her face. And she's like, oh, no, tonight you're my pillow princess. <laughs> Not like, your standard MO. I've never been a pillow princess. In fact, I usually say like, oh, I don't want pillow princesses. Because you that's synonymous with like boring to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you're not willing to reciprocate and have that fun energy bouncing back and forth and but she she truly wanted that she wanted to kind of spoil me and that's why when she started going down on me the second time she kind of instructed the guys to come over and get involved so at one point she's going down on me i have jose on my left side and i have pierre on my right side and each of them are taking turns making out with me and then sucking my tit so like Pierre will be making out with me. Jose will be like sucking on me and biting my nipple and then they'll swap. And so it was just so many. I had three mouths on me. Yeah. It was so fucking hot. Three mouths, six hands, who knows how many feet. Just completely insane. Yes. Yeah. And it was that's exactly what it was. There was so much going on that I just kind of got lost in it. I mean, she could have been eating, eating me out for two minutes or 20 minutes. I have no fucking idea because there was just I just let myself go loose in that moment i just lost it it was fucking amazing 
So pretty quickly, Carolina instructs the guys to start going to town, right, to do their thing. So she kind of comes up for air and Jose puts on a condom and he gets on top of me and starts fucking me. Love when Jose fucks me. It is so sexy because he gets this very intense look on his face and he's usually so chill. So to see him in that environment with like really a lot of passion behind it and like excited to fuck me was pretty cool. So he's fucking me. At the same time, Pierre comes around and puts his cock in my face. So of course I'm going to suck that. And I do for quite a while and it's absolutely amazing. And then we kind of switch positions. So I get on top of Pierre. Pierre's now laying on the bed. I get on top of him and start riding him. And I absolutely love being with Pierre in that way because, you know, it it feels so good. He has a really nice cock. But like on top of that, I, I love just similar to what I just said with Jose. He's always so excited to fuck me. It makes me feel so good. Yeah, it's nice when you're with people who want to be with you. Yeah. Genuinely want to be with you. Like, I can tell he's attracted to me, but I can also tell, like, we just have fun and we have a really good sexual chemistry. So I'm riding his cock. I'm bouncing my booty all over the place. I know that the other two are behind kind of watching this entire thing. And then at one point, Pierre says to Jose, do you think we should DVP her again? And Jose is like, okay. So he puts on another condom and he gets behind me and tries to enter me. But I am so soaking wet from this entire thing because I'm so fucking turned on. There is no way. He tries a couple of times. He kind of like kneels behind me and very slowly tries to enter me, gets maybe one or two pumps and then slides right out. At one point I am as far down as I can possibly get while still staying on Pierre's cock to kind of position my pussy up just enough that he can get in there. I want this bad because the first time I DVP'd with the two of them still to this day might be the hottest thing I've ever fucking Yeah, that was super fucking hot. I remember how excited you were about that. Well, what's Carolina doing at this point? So this is the hottest part of this entire thing. Jose is trying to enter me from behind. I kind of turn around to see what Carolina is doing and she is completely naked, her beautiful fucking body standing there with one leg kind of up on this little couch thing, fingering her pussy and just watching this entire thing with this intense look on her face. Probably with a look of like she was really pleased with herself as well. And she's saying things in Portuguese to herself. She's not saying them loud enough for like all of us to hear or maybe it was just for Jose to hear. Right. I don't know. But either way, so fucking hot. So I really wish we could have DVP'd. It was nice that I got, you know, four or five good pumps in there but I was just too wet. They were just sliding right out of me. <laughs> so, still a ton of fucking fun. So I keep riding Pierre for quite a while. And then at some point, Carolina decides that she's going to once again kind of orchestrate traffic here, right? So I get off of Pierre and Carolina gets down on the bed and she puts the vibrator on her pussy. I think Pierre fucked her for a very brief amount of time while she had the vibrator on her pussy. She's coming. She's speaking in Portuguese. She keeps like looking over at Jose and saying things to him in Portuguese. No fucking idea what she's saying, but it doesn't even matter. Who cares? It was so sexy. And, And then I just get to watch for a minute, which I really enjoy doing. We've talked many times. I, th- I think I have a little bit of a voyeur streak in me. I really kind of like just watching and taking it all in and seeing the movements and the moans and just getting all of those different senses at the same time, like sensory overload, but in a very good way. Yeah. It's fucking hot. So pretty quickly after that, she kind of changes out. I think she changed out the head on the vibrator. Like it was one of the ones you could change out the different pieces, I think. And so then she starts using the vibrator on me and she has it on my pussy and she's saying naughty things to me and she's making out with me. Her hands are all over me. And then at one point she tells Pierre to use the vibrator on me and she starts twisting on Pierre's nipples and saying things to him. And once again, just she dominated this entire thing. This was Carolina's show. We were, we were just showing up for the show. Yeah, you're participants. She's the boss. And I was so okay with that. I loved it, in fact. I mean, I'm typically submissive anyway, so the idea that, you know, someone else wants to direct traffic, totally okay with me. But I also really liked... I liked it because she and Jose are obviously the partners in the room, right? Right. I am acting as a quote unquote single woman in that space, as is Pierre. And he and I are very comfortable doing that. We typically play separately. They really don't. So I liked the idea that she was the one directing everything because I knew she was comfortable with what was going on because it was all her idea. Yeah, she's in the room and she's really running the show. (laughs) It was fucking, and it was hot because seeing a woman empowered like that and just kind of like directing these guys around and you lay here and you suck that and you do this. 
I loved that she had the confidence to do that. It was very sexy to me. It made me want her even more. Yeah, she oozes sexual confidence for sure. Oh, so fucking hot. So this, this in the room kind of ends with Carolina using this vibrator on me, making out with me, touching all over my body. She's just incredibly central. She's kind of like massaging me a little bit towards the end. Jose's just kind of off to the side watching this. Pierre's kind of secondarily involved, getting his nipples twisted. And he and I are kind of making out at one point. And and it was really just kind of a beautiful moment. I know that sounds weird because it's like this weird, you know, overly intense foursome in a playroom, but it was kind of a warm feeling. It just felt like I was in a safe space with people I just truly enjoy. And I don't know, I, I left that with a giant beam on my face. I was just smiling ear to ear. Yeah, I could see it when you came back when we all got together again. But we talk about that a lot. If it's a couple kind of engagement that you and I are in, whether it's you and I with a couple or me or you, whatever the case may be, it's got to be people that we genuinely like and they're friends and we're comfortable and it's just as much fun as it is sexy. I will say also once we kind of ended in that room, like she and I took a break, we went to the restroom, we came back and found the guys and everything from there on out, we were still probably all together for another half hour, 45 minutes after that. But it was very much kind of the slow simmer after that. And I like that too. I like that we can go from super intense foursome to like a lot more just relaxed kind of play. So for example... Pierre grabs my hand. He and I walk around the playrooms together because he loves to watch and see the action that's going on. Well, he wants to get involved if he can. He absolutely. And I would rather w- watch. Like, I would rather just kind of stand back much like I did in the room towards the end of that foursome and just kind of peer in on people and get a sense for, you know, di- people's different play styles. It's very sexy to me to see how different people interact with others. And so we got a little bit of that. And he and I are kind of making out and definitely touching over each other in the playrooms, but no more more like true sex so we go back and find jose and carolina i think jose was pretty well overheated from everything that had happened there was a lot going on in there i'm sure i I didn't even mention the fact that this entire thing started by her going down on me and jose fucking her from behind oh well there. so i completely forget there's so much in this play session that i forgot that that's how this entire thing started is the two of them having sex while she's eating me out which I fucking love. I, several times now I've gotten to experience that, like someone fucking their partner while they're eating me out. It's very sexy. Yeah, it's hot. That's, you know, it's one of those things that like when you see it, it's really from that from that vantage point, obviously, it's super fucking hot. Yeah, and something about couples who genuinely love each other fucking in front of you, it feels more intimate, like you're peering in on their real life, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. So I, it was just great. So anyway, we go back, we find them. He's kind of decompressing from all the hotness. We go back to the locker, but things aren't necessarily completely over. Carolina and I are still making out. We're still touching all over each other. She's still kind of grazing on my pussy every once in a while. I put my silver little dress back on. She helps me kind of tie it on each side, but she's still like caressing me and just being so sensual. And it was really interesting because we've talked many times. I'm I'm far more attracted to men than I am into women at this point. It's right. not to say that I'm not bisexual, that I don't love having sex with women because I absolutely do, but it's not... I don't find myself overly attracted to that many women. Carolina's a whole different beast, let me tell you, because I want her hands on me as much as humanly possible. Well, yeah, she makes it it known that she wants to be on you and with you and she's attracted to you. That's a that's a huge turn on. Oh, it so is. So yeah, I mean she and I are still just kind of kissing on each other, touching on each other, and once again, kind of a beautiful moment. The four of us kind of walk out all touching each other in this very kind of friendly way towards the end. It's a lot of, you know, hand holding or like kind of patting on the back. And it was a nice come down, I guess, from how crazy things were a half hour prior to that. And it was proof that like, these are people that are friends that I trust that I truly enjoy being around sexually and otherwise. We talked so many times about how that to us is the driver that's the key to success for us is finding people you can do that with yeah well especially especially couples that's a huge thing for us in order for us to be intimate or physical with couples it's got to be that dynamic I, i just don't see it any other way so it was a pretty beautiful time and i know i came back to you with fucking a smile written all over my face in fact at one point when i very first found you my go-to what i do when after i've been naughty is i come back to you and i 
have this innocent look on my face and I say, I might have just been kind of naughty. Cool. And you're always like, no, you were super fucking naughty. Yeah. Don't lie to me. I can tell by the way you looked and everybody else looked. And I knew the company you were in. So there was no question. There was naughtiness. Did I look crazy coming back? Like, no, fucked no. Up, or? But you clearly, all of you clearly looked like you had just been, you know, having a hot time in a playroom together. <laughs> so it was pretty obvious. And of course, the girls that I was with. No, they were, it was funny because they're like, it's so cra- crazy that you like, don't, you weren't involved, but you know, they all seem to have a good time and you just kind of, you know, you reap the benefits of it later. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much how it works. Yeah. It's cool that they get that. Yeah. So it was a really fucking fun time. And I will say, because it was so hot, just like it always is after I've been with other people, you and I had the craziest sex that night. Yeah, super fucking sexy. It was, although I will say, if I remember correctly, it was a little bit softer because I think I had already kind of been dominated a little bit by Carolina. Yeah. And I wasn't in that space to have like balls to the wall, aggressive sex with you. No, but it also wasn't a situation where we needed it. Or that I needed it certainly in that in, at that moment because we were you were retelling it for me, and I was kind of getting the idea that you had not so much been dominated by three people, but you had that energy of three people, and I know what Carolina is like how she takes charge, and you were you know in a situation where you were already pretty much the absolute submissive in that in that room, so it wasn't like I, I had to add to that. It was wasn't an aftercare situation certainly, but it was definitely more to that end. Yeah. It was fucking hot. I loved it. It was my first foursome in a while. Yeah. And it was my first foursome ever that did not include you. Yep. It was the first time you were with three other people and one of which was not me. And I fucking loved every second of it. I would do it every weekend if I had the chance. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. It was it was a lot of fun. And I, you know, of course, I'm, I'm trying to keep myself busy. I'm talking to the gals. And, you know, meanwhile, the entire time I'm thinking, okay, what is she doing now? What's happening? What are they up to? And I'm trying to focus on them and be engaging, of course. But, you know, that's always playing in the back of my mind. But yeah, it's fucking super hot for me, obviously. Loved it. Love those three. They are three of my favorite people. And I'm so glad glad I got to experience that yeah, with them. Yeah, they're awesome. So, guys, we have a lot of newness to tell you about. Lots going on. So, for example, big announcement time, Sex on Your Terms, which is our other podcast. It's the podcast where we talk very in-depth about our own sexuality, about our feelings on the lifestyle, about our non-monogamous journey and the evolution of it. All of that is on Sex on Your Terms. And we have loved doing that podcast so much and we've received so much positive feedback from it. We are moving that exclusively to our Patreon community. It is going to be a twice per month show available only for our Patreon members. And the reason for that is because our Patreon members do so much for us and we just have to find ways to give back to them. And this is one of the ways that we want to do that. Well, they're also really curious about various portions of our sexual journey and our sexuality um you know me especially they're all interested in what my journey has been like um you know outside of uh, heterosexuality and i want to share that with them first certainly uh because and predominantly and predominantly yeah because the truth is as we've talked about you know fetishizing the idea that men are anything other than heterosexual is really just it's not okay with me and i get a lot of emails from guys presumably guys lots of couples as well really wanting details of what my sexual encounters are like with the men that I play with. And I don't get the impression that they're genuinely interested because they're trying to learn anything or they're trying to grow from it. It's just too much of that like interest in the taboo that bothers me. I want it to be genuine. And the folks that we engage with, you know, on our Telegram and our Patreon, they are genuine people. And we want to share that. I want to share that with them specifically. Um, And it's important to me. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. And like we've said many times, our Patreon community, you know, we don't just say this to say it. They are truly the reason that we are able to do what we do. They are a huge support to us financially and otherwise. We've made amazing friends out of it. But we would never have gotten on the road. We would never be doing this full time if it wasn't for the people that believe in us enough to support us financially via Patreon. So if you are one of those people, if you're one of those people that has listened to every single episode of FPS, if you love sex on your terms as well, if you sincerely enjoy the content, we really hope that you will consider sponsoring us on Patreon. It is not a commitment. You can do it for one month and then drop off. If every single one of you did it for one month for two dollars, we'd be we'd be pretty set. Just saying. So yeah. uh, think about that. But Patreon.com slash Front Porch Swingers link in the show notes for you and uh, we would love to see there we have a lot of other bonuses as well but the newest one is that sex on your terms will be exclusively moving to our patreon community 
We have a ton of new Patreon members this week to say a thank you to. They are Omaha68164, Melissa, Alicia, Kimberly, Justin, Jamal, Sean, Rob, and Brian. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. We're so excited to get to know you better via our Patreon community. If you want to support us and get something a little naughtier, you can definitely head on over to our OnlyFans. We have a lot of fun stuff going on there, especially from Vegas. I put up several pictures and I had a naughty retelling, a little teaser of my hot wife date. So if you're curious, that is definitely where you're going to find that. And that's OnlyFans.com slash swingers. Of course, we want you to join us at Podbash in October. And a, another announcement that is going to be in conjunction with Hollow Swing, which is very cool. It's one of the bigger events of the year. So it's a great opportunity to come out, get dressed up, do a ton of Halloween type themes and join us, of course, for Podbash and all of the activities we have planned for that. So it's just like, you know, Podbash got kicked up a notch is basically what happened. Yeah. And if you, know, you want to meet some of the other patrons, come on out because there's a lot of them. Yeah. Yes, and so they're coming. podbashevent.com, you will need to book ASAP if it's not already sold out. I have no idea how many rooms are Yeah, left. we gave up on that. Now that <laughs> Hollow Swing is part of it, there's just no telling. Yeah. Uh, we also can be found on social media. We're on Twitter at FPSwingers and Instagram at FPSPodMedia. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week. Anything else from you? Nope, I think that's it. Just keep looking forward to all the hot wife information, all the new things we've got going on, all the changes to the show and just everything we have happening. It's a lot. Lots of naughtiness. I've been real slutty and I'm so excited to tell you guys about it. So make sure you tune in for that. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.